Feel Her Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Allen, and I'm sitting in my little uh, walk-in closet office. It's a closet, or it's a clawfist, is what, clawfist is what I call it. <laughs> the kids are literally being babysat by a screen right now, which is totally not my goal, but we are just in a really weird season over here. My normal sitter had a baby this, this month, and she is literally the cutest thing ever. Oh my goodness, I'm obsessed, but obviously she's on maternity leave, so I've had to kind of like fill in some sitters, and it's been a little hard, harder than normal. I use an app called Bambino, which I normally love, but obviously, you know, like high schoolers are in classes right now or in school. So like virtual learning has kind of gone back to going back to school. So I'm getting these like 18 and 19 year olds, you know, the college students, and they are so flaky. <laughs> oh, well, we're, we're handling it. We're getting by. I want to talk to you today. If you have, if you are someone that has, you know, a big dream, big goals, a vision, or maybe just a lot of life circumstances that you really desperately want to change, whether that's in your finances, your relationships, your health, your motive, your confidence, um, your mindset, anything like that, but you don't have motivation. So you have big dreams, big aspirations with little motivation. Let's talk. I think everybody is looking for this motivation to accomplish all of these tasks and goals. And that's why so many people fail. They're looking for the wrong thing. Even if they find the motivation and hold on to it for a few days or a week or two, it goes away. Motivation is fleeting. It's just like happiness. Our emotions are like that. And um, motivation is the same thing. Just obviously picture yourself saying, oh yeah, I'm definitely doing this diet. Oh yeah, I'm definitely getting to the gym. Summer body 2021 is totally going to happen. And you get the motivation to finally start making the things, finally start making the changes. And then three to seven to 10 business days later, you're off the bandwagon or just our emotions are fleeting and they're like that. But don't get these, you know, emotions like motivation and happiness confused for the fruit of the spirit. Joy is a state of being. And when a person can be described as joyful in all circumstances, that's a gift from God. Happiness is a momentarily, like a momentary emotion. What we really want to have and what we really want to create in our lives is momentum. We don't want motivation. We want momentum. How do you get that? Discipline. The fruit of the spirit would be self-control. Those two things are created by your daily habits and they're shaped by your thoughts that are on replay in your head. Whatever you're telling yourself, what thoughts do you have on replay? Are they fearful? Are they confident? Are they serving you or hurting you? Do they align or match up with what God your father says about you? Are you extremely hard on yourself but continuously giving a whole bunch of grace to everyone else in your life? You have to ask yourself these things so you can stop looking for motivation and start creating momentum in your life to actually do the things you want to do. So if you believe something, it will come true. If you have this thought in your head that you're worthless and that you're not for amount up to anything, you're never going to get where you where you want to go in life, that will come true. Once you tell your brain something, it starts to look for something in the external world to make that a reality. So you actually have a choice. Discipline and momentum ultimately start in your mind. Why do we want momentum instead of momentum instead of motivation? Because it's a law of physics actually that an object that's in motion stays in motion. It's a lot harder to get an object out or to stop once they're in the motion. So how do we do that? I have a couple of tips that I want you guys to start trying to do to really create this momentum, to get where you want to go, to do the big dreams, to change whatever you want, whatever aspect you want of your life. So number one is renew your mind daily. You have to renew your mind daily. By that, I really mean getting in the Bible, getting in the word, because 
what stories are, whatever stories you're telling yourself, you really need to start replacing them with truth. And that's God's word. A lot of people talk about affirmations. I like to use God formations instead. Um, you know, saying to yourself, I am successful and I am great and I am this and I am that is awesome. And obviously you are training your brain. A lot of those affirmations for me don't align with the truth necessarily in the Bible. So my heart and my soul really fight those off. Like I don't love doing them. So I like to use God formations. I like to say, I am a child of God. I am a royal priestess. I am more than a conqueror. I am loved. Stuff like that. But renewing your mind daily is super important. Let me read to you a passage from Matthew. It's Matthew 6, and then it's a little bit long. We're going to go to verse 25 through verse 34. Jesus is speaking here, and he says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds in the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying at a single hour to your life. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all of these things. And your heavenly Father knows you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. God is literally saying to you, sweet daughter, sweet child of mine, I will take care of you. Just seek first my kingdom. Renew your mind daily. Focus on my truth and who I tell you you are. And your mind will be renewed and changed from the inside out. Understand that all feelings are good things because they're indicators of what you need. Start accepting exactly how you feel about any situation and start asking yourself, what do I need in this moment? God gave you those emotions. You're the, we're the ones that create negative connotations around them. All feelings are good because they're indicators of what you actually need. So really start accepting, okay, I feel anxious right now. Why? What do I need? Okay, I feel really sad right now. Why? What do I need? Okay, I feel really angry right now and resentful. Why? What do I need? Start asking yourself, what is so frightening to you about this goal, dream, or desire? Is it the big changes that seem too big? Is it how long or far you have to go to get to where you really want to be? Or are you afraid of happiness? Like legitimately afraid of happiness? I grew up in a family with addiction present, and I've talked about this before, but I was taught from a young age that joy or happiness doesn't last very long. I was always waiting for the other shoe to drop. If things were going really good, something was bound to be messed up soon. Understanding your fears around your goals, dreams, or circumstances that you want to change is an absolute must so you can work around them. Okay, now the mind is healed. Obviously, you repeat steps one and two as often as you want until you're in a better mental state. But now we're, it's time for action. Starting is the absolute hardest part. But remember, the law of momentum says once we start, it's easier to stay in motion. Just start while you're scared. Start now. Mulan's dad said there is no courage without fear. How can anyone be courageous if no one is fearful? So how do you start 
And without looking for motivation, how do you keep going? How do you create this momentum? Start with adding one or two things that you want to change, those circumstances or routine or your new habits. Start with adding one or two things. Don't take away from anything. Don't add a whole new 10-step routine that you have to do and you're going to beat yourself up when you don't do it. Get really consistent and good at those one or two things, like straight up habit status, and then build on that foundation. These one or two things could look like anything. If you are someone that is wanting to make more money and start a new business or just make more money with your side hustle, you're wanting to create a business on the side so one day it can be your main income, whatever, you know, whatever that looks like, you could start by getting up and listening to a podcast in the morning every day. Or you could start by just adding in reading your Bible every day. You could start by reading a PD book, one PD book a month. You could start by going to bed earlier. You could start by not watching so much TV at night. There are so many things that you can just add in to your daily life and get really good at those and then build. Instead of expecting yourself to show up for this new 10-step routine that once you wake up late one day because life is life and life happens and we're human, just fall off track altogether. Start small, build. Number two, put boundaries in place regardless of how other people feel about them. And I'm talking about boundaries with yourself too. So some boundaries to set for yourself look like sticking to your budget and not going spending outside of that. Limiting yourself to one hour of TV per day. Maybe that looks like no screens, TV, or phone in your bedroom. Maybe that means not participating in gossip or talking about someone else behind their back. Maybe it's not answering work emails on the weekend. You have to set boundaries for yourself and actually stick to them regardless of how other people feel about them. Number three, celebrate when you show up for yourself, even the smallest wins, and give yourself grace and compassion and love when you fall short. Failure is inevitable, but it's also a neutral event. We're the ones that put a negative connotation to failure. Let's reframe failure as a constructive learning lesson. Use it as data. Make adjustments and go again. Girl, can you imagine if Oprah gave up on TV and being a TV host after being fired from her first TV job? Like, what would the world look like today without Oprah? I don't think so. Failure is just a learning tool. It's just data. Let me recap for you guys. So we worked on our mind and then we did at, we did some action. Big goals, big changes you want to make. What do we do? Number one, you're renewing your mind. What are you telling yourself? You're starting to fill your mind with truth, with God formations, and positive, good stories about yourself and about who you want to be and where you are. Ask yourself, what is so terrifying? Identify that fear so we can move past it. There is no courage without fear, but if you don't know what the fear is, you can't get the courage. Number three is act. We're acting. Start with adding one or two new disciplines or habits consistently and build from there. Put those boundary in place for others and for yourself too. If you stick within your boundaries, your confidence will grow. Last but not least, celebrate you. Celebrate every little win and give yourself grace in this process. Quitting is the only way that you really fail. Just messing up or making a mistake or not showing up one day or having a bad mental health day, that's not failure. That's data. Just remember, we are looking for momentum and not motivation. Start telling yourself that. I'm looking for momentum in my life to get to where I want to go. I'm not looking for motivation. Motivation is fleeting. I want to create momentum so when I go, when I start going, I'm going big. Those big dreams and goals or circumstances that you desperately want to change are precious to God and precious to this earth. God gave you those emotions, as fleeting as they are, to guide you. He gave you those visions, those callings, and the gifts 
that are in your heart for a purpose that only you can fulfill, sister friend, only you. It is literally up to you to bring them to fruition through God's power that's at work in us and not by our own. We don't have to do this alone. It is by his power. He can do infinitely more than we ask or even can imagine. Ephesians 3.20 says that. You got this. You are the only one who can fulfill this purpose. How cool is that? So let's start by looking to create that momentum and stay away from searching for motivation. It's in his timing and God will infinitely do more than you can even imagine. He promises it. That's all I have for you today in this quick little episode. Until next time, sis, I hope you are feeling your heart, feeling your mind, feeling your body so you can free your soul. Girl, I cannot tell you what it means to me that you are here and listening to this show. I am so grateful for you. And I just want to say that if you did love it or if it tugged at your heart at all, please feel free to share this with your friends or better yet, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram so I can personally shout you out and thank you. Thank you so much for being on this journey, friend. Talk to you soon.